Welcome to the world of Rex. This has been such a Mercury retrograde moment. What do I mean by that? I mean that our communication, our technology, our text messages, all the electronics, our cars, all of the things that get information from one place to another, they are severely under review right now. I lost my intro music, so that's <laughs> this is what's happening. There's new intro music, and it's similar, but slightly different for those who have an ear for that. Here we are, talking about the week of September 26th to October 2nd. I am Marvel A. Rex. This is the world of Rex. And, you know, despite all of the communication and technological snafus of the moment, this is a wonderful time. I'm having a wonderful time in reflection, in reflection mode. So we're going to continue to talk about that. There has been so many funny, kind of intense, somewhat sad, literal experiences for the Mars in Gemini retrograding, uh, getting ready to retrograde following a retrograde Mercury. How many times is he going to say retrograde this episode? So yeah, what does this mean? I was saying in a couple episodes ago that we have our drive and slash Mars is your drive, your adrenaline, your ability to assert yourself. It is also inflammation over adrenaline, adrenal stress, and breaking. Literally Mars breaks things or hurts things. And Gemini rules the hands. And so the the literal things I've been watching is that uh, myself included, but multiple people in my life have really severely hurt their hand. And that's just exactly what happens when you have Mars following a very wacky, wacky Mercury who rules actually the hands themselves, as well as Gemini ruling the hands, because Mercury is ruled by Gemini. So we have lots of hands. Uh, We have two hands, which is the Gemini part, right? Gemini being the twins, being double. So this is just one literal manifestation of the energy right now. It's weird. The maybe more minor ways that this could come about is just, you know, sending text messages off. I had a funny thing where I had to send the same email to two separate people. And it was a very, uh, there was a miscommunication happening, but I had to send send the same email to two separate people. Very Gemini. I won't go into details, but... It was just super literal. So if you're having moments where you feel like you have to do things multiple times or you have to do things twice uh, and it feels like hard, the communication feels hard, the technology, the car, etc. feels challenging. This is all really actually a gift. The process of this is a gift. Every retrograde or review period in in the year is a, a gift for us to really look at, okay, What are the ways in which we need to learn how to communicate more efficiently, more streamlined, better, basically? And this comes with, that's why we go through these processes of slowdown. The slowdown or the snafus help us really, if if they didn't happen, we wouldn't focus on them. We wouldn't be like, oh, that was uncomfortable. I may have to look at that. I may have to look at the decisions I made that led up to that situation that wasn't best ever or that you had to do twice, etc. So know that this is a gifting moment, but it will come probably with feelings of the ego may experience frustration. That's very, very typical. I have certainly had moments in the last two weeks where I've been like, oh, this is really uncomfortable forms of communication. And also I hurt my hand. So (laughs) that all happened. My hand is feeling better. Okay. 
So last week, uh, in speaking of Mercury Retrograde, last week I forgot to mention the equinox. Wow, that was a big one. There was a lot going on apparently for me, and the equinox was not it. Equinox is a big moment in the sense that you know, not every week is like hugely impactful from the astrology, in my opinion. I, I know I know a lot of astrologers and, and uh, metaphysical folks who are like, every week is so, this is so intense. And it's like, you know, last week, the equinox is important, but in the grander scheme of the things that are happening in 2022, it's a big moment when you're thinking of the, of the seasons and like seasons changing and new modes of being in alignment with the seasons from the northern hemisphere perspective and the southern hemisphere perspective which are different but it's not the biggest thing that's happening in 2022 so that's what i want to say the reason i'm like it's i mean yes it's great to know that we here in the northern hemisphere will be getting shorter days so less sunlight as of now which is which really just translates to us being more internal so the northern hemisphere is going to become more internal in our processes in our thought processes uh, getting more rest, taking things slower, really like doing that self-check, self-audit internal process. And then the Southern Hemisphere folks, those my Australians who are in Australia and everyone else, <laughs> not just not just Australians, Marvel, uh, they will be coming more extroverted and will be putting themselves out there more as the days grow longer in the Southern Hemisphere. So that's what the equinox is. It also marks for us, you know, a time where we're learning how to relate it has begun on the zero degree Libra point, which is a world critical point. It's a very intense, uh, like collective point that affects the collective zero degrees of Aries, zero degrees of Libra, zero degrees of Capricorn and Cancer. All the cardinal signs at zero degrees are what's called a critical point or a world point. So the equinox starts at zero degrees Libra, which is about partnership. So the next six months until we hit the, um, equinox sorry not the equinox the yeah the spring equinox till we hit that zero degree aries point we are going to be learning how to partner how to be more socially minded in general but definitely with our closest people so it is a six-month process of going deeper with the people that you are committed to going deeper with and you know cutting out the fat of the rest of it you know so quality over quantity going deeper how do i partner is a good question how do i partner Am I in alignment with my partnerships? Is there work that needs to be done? There always is. What is it? Let me look at it. Let me take some time to meditate on it because this is a more internal process to lead to better external processes with other people, if that makes sense. You go in to go out. Wow. Yeah, I talked about Mercury retrograde and Mars and Gemini following a Mercury retrograde. That's just a whole... All that means for the non-astrology people is... A whole bunch of technological communication <laughs> jumbo, mumbo jumbo. It will get better starting October 3rd. So actually, uh, you know, we're not quite out of the woods yet, but by next week, communication will start to become more easeful. Technology will start to become more easeful and you will start to have clarity over things that are ruled by Mercury and Gemini, which are, again, everything I said, emails, data, texting, cars, transportation, your daily commute, uh, hands, <laughs> anything to do with your hands. So yeah, those are all Gemini things, all Mercury things. And Virgo, that's where Mercury is right now in Virgo retrograde is also health related matters. So for anyone who has any health related matters that have cropped up, just 
pay extra attention to them. Don't ignore them is my big piece of advice. Seek clarity over any health-related or routine-related adjustments that need to be made. So important. Okay, so the week of September 26th to October 2nd starts out with a signature that I wanted to bring in via Elias Lonsdale, which is the author of Inside Degrees, an incredible book that you can actually just like read online. It's entirely online. You just type in Inside Degrees, Elias Lonsdale. I'll keep it in the show notes. Anyway, so he has a beautiful, he basically has like word talismans for each degree of the zodiac it's they're so beautiful i've read them before on this podcast once i think for the taurus one of the taurus placements but i wanted to talk about what the next six months this is like a a sound a word talisman to meditate upon for the next six months but especially what this this is the lunar cycle so this is the new moon happening on the 25th it happened Sunday, the the week before I'm recording this, so yesterday for anyone who's listening on Monday, September 25th, this is the Libra New Moon signature, but it is also the signature for the next six month cycle of, you know, learning how to partner. But there's some, there's a twist here because, because the sun is opposite Jupiter retrograde during this new moon. So the moon and sun are opposite Jupiter retrograde. And that makes it so that there's going to be an immense amount of tension between how we partner and what we want and what we need. So Jupiter's amplifying the tension of this di- of this like exact opposition or this dichotomy between Aries, which wants to fulfill one's own needs and go forth onto their own journey on their own horse. <laughs> and then Libra's like, no, 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 my, relation- my relationships are my identity. My identity is tied up in my relationships. Very Confucian. So there's a lot of tension happening between these two signs and over the next six months and especially over the next uh, two weeks, which is the lunar cycle leading up to the full moon in Aries. Oh my gosh, that's going to be dramatic. And then it flies right into eclipse season. So this is just like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. This is so big. This is so big. (laughs) This is the acceleration force. So I want to read for you this sound talisman this word talisman that encapsulates the next few cycles coming up leading into eclipse season and also the next six months overall the sabian symbol is an inaccurate imaginative map of the world (laughs) i love that it's we are remapping right now which is so beautiful that this is the sabian symbol we are remapping our lives this is the saturn uranus square we are remapping collectively and societally we're like oof this this old structure doesn't work that's pluto in late degrees of capricorn so we're remapping but it's inaccurate Ooh, we'll see what happens this is the retrograde too okay subjective depths become all permeating the surface facts seem like nothing you are plunged into your internal voyage and compelled to take it up blindly and innovatively You cannot depend upon anybody's previous experience, for you are moving into a whole different reality. Inward development as a total way of life, yet surrounded and beset by pressures, demands, and distorted reflections. Ooh, damn. You therefore have to operate virtually oblivious to the feedback loop of the sociocultural sphere, to be blind, deaf, and dumb to how anything appears to anybody else and to act as though the inner world you are cooking up for the future is all that counts, and everything else is a blur of facts, figures, and passing semblances. Damn. 
Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> so this is, you know, as I read this, I'm like, oh, there is this push and pull between like an awareness of the social, an awareness of social expectation, an awareness of friendships, an awareness of relationship expectations. And then this thing that says to be blind, deaf and dumb to how anything appears to anybody else while we are remapping inward development as a total way of life yet surrounded and beset by pressures demands and distorted reflections parentheses of others so yeah there's an immense amount of tension between what you want and then what your network slash close friendships want slash society wants from you so you know as i meditate on this i think okay this moment is about building inner fortitude as the structures make their final lurch and crumble in our lives and they they are already i i should say this in a more clear way the structures that are falling are still in the process of falling but buildings have also cropped up already the major breakdown of this energy happened in 2021 so we are already a more than a year out from that in the sense that like 2022 is almost over really and it's going to fly the fall is going to fly by because of the eclipses the eclipses are going to push us all into warp speed starting around october 15th it's going to be like warp speed time and prior so so just know that the big building falling was 2021 in your life now the structures are actually they're still continuing to finally crumble and for some of us this is actually the most painful moment because we're like no i didn't want to admit that the building was crashing until now i think of that beautiful modest mouse song everyone's a building burning oh so good is that uh blame it on the tetons yes it is it's amazing um so yeah the bill we're finally acknowledging some people are finally acknowledging oh my gosh this i wanted to ignore in 2021 that my life structures weren't changing and now here's this final moment in the fall of 2022 where it's like no it's hitting it's hitting the concrete we're done but and also new buildings have already cropped up since 2022 since the beginning like we've already seen new structures forming they're just skeletal right now they're very new they're they're really it's like it's just the beginning of a lot of new structures new friendships in our life new relationships in our life new sense of of our own self-esteem and understanding these are really new and when things are brand new or novel they have a certain quality of vulnerability because it's like this hasn't been tested quite yet now they can be stronger than their preceding structures which is often the case but they're just brand new and we're getting used to them and it can be scary and vulnerable and like i don't know how to do it but i'm trying so that's all part of the tone of this moment and if we understand that this tension is going to be this tension that's relational that i just spoke about what you need versus what your society has expectations on slash culture slash close friends and networks have on you if you know that that's going to be part of the dance the thing to hold on to the red thread to hold on to is what are the new structures that have appeared and how do i ground into those how do i ground into myself around those brand new structures and then the another deeper question is do you trust the new structures that are coming in and this is not a question that i can answer for anybody although an astrology reading does very much help streamline this process but again i cannot be the one to know inside your body what is the real and true red thread in your life that you're moving towards but 
if you take time during this next six months, which is very much a reflective time, especially in the Northern Hemisphere when the days get shorter, this is an internal time to be like, okay, I have new, brand new skeletal structures in my life. They hopefully are upgrades. Do I trust them? Do they feel like upgrades? Do they feel like my, like they're kind of scary, but they're also exciting? Like there could be, this is growth. This is like the chaos involved with growth and change. Do I feel like they're in alignment with who I am? If you're not sure of that answer, then this is a beautiful period of time with all of the planets retrograde to get really clear on that, to slow way down, to not keep yourself busy, 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 but to slow way down and figure out, is this is this an alignment? Is this not an alignment? Do some self-probing. That is a really powerful thing to be doing right now. And really this... This process is active until late March of 2023, and then in April of 2023, it's a lot of rocket ship fuel energy. I mean, January January already kicks off quite a bit of rocket ship fuel, but the intensity of the energy and you needing to be clear about what you need and the new structures that you have in your life being set up will be critical by March of 2023. So doing the work now, this is what I'm telling my clients. I think I've said this on the podcast before doing the hard work now, which also involves relationships. Okay. It's not just about you getting clear on what you need and your red thread and your new structures in your life. It's also about getting really clear on how that's reflected in every single one of your close relationships and reflected in your network of people. On a deeper tangential level, I'll just, I'm going to mic drop this here. We experience trauma in relationships. And the only way to unlearn that trauma is through relationships. That's how it works. Like in the vessel with which it was gained, the trauma it will have to be in the vessel of that game of where it was that you will unlearn that trauma. It doesn't have to be the same person in the relationship. So, I mean, this is a classic example, but like, let's say you have an experience with a parent that's very traumatic. You can unlearn through like a lot of work, a lot of communication work, nonviolent communication, a lot of uh, therapy or forms of therapy, which can be a wide expanse of things. You can learn how to unlearn your parental trauma in relationship with your current partner, for example. So that can happen. Or like a really close friend that like sometimes has behaviors that remind you of your parent, right? That is where we have the miracle. We have the miraculous experience of unlearning our trauma through relationship with other people. Now, if we choose to victimize ourselves and say this person is doing all these things to me and I have no agency then the relationships will just keep bouncing, bouncing, and bouncing, and you'll keep running into the same person with the same things that remind you of your parent, right? You know, so there's the, the miraculous moment of that Libra season begins, really, truly, fundamentally begins, is the process of what are all these people reflecting to me that I need to have self-accountability over, that I need to develop self-love around, that I need to heal, and wow, what a miracle, all of these people. <laughs> Even the ones that frustrate me, frustrate me. What a miracle. What a miracle. So that's a huge part of this moment, especially this week as we are coming off of the equinox into a, off of a new moon, really, truly. And new moons, in my opinion, in my personal practice, new moons are actually more powerful two to three days after the beginning of the new moon when light starts to form in the crescent. 
So really, this midweek is wonderful still. You could do, I mean, I actually kind of love doing rituals on a Scorpio moon. So that Scorpio moon is really powerful this week. That's going to be in the early part of the week to really just be like, I'm transforming my relationships. I'm transforming my relationship to myself, doing any kind of ritual or intentional prayer around healing your relationships, healing relationship wounds that are historical. And really that involves going over the minutia in each of your relationships that are potentially challenging you and bothering you. Again, this can be lovers, friends, parents, siblings. I mean, this is just anyone close to you. Also business partners. That's a huge one. This is the 26th of September. It Monday starts off with a bang. So our emotional state will be focused on relationships and the core wounds that core wounds they bring up in us. So it's really important on Monday to assess our closest relationships. Monday is just really hardcore. It's just like, wow, it's the week starts off with adrenaline right after that new moon. So, you know, we have to look like everything I just said, we have to look at how we are contributing to our own historical pain through living out old outgrown dynamics. So sometimes we stay in dynamics with people because they're comfortable, but they are not serving anybody. This is what I was talking about with resentment last week. So we can liberate ourselves from the pain beginning with this new moon and and especially waxing into that Scorpio moon by the first part of the week, choosing better relationships and choosing better relationships. It sounds so easy when I say it. it's like slap a sticker on it. It's new. Uh, <laughs> but what I mean by choosing better relationships is really it starts with you internally. The, the first conversation is always with you. So some people like to skip that step. And the, the like life hack that one of my mentors said to me is like, when you want to change your own relationships, you got to have a conversation with yourself first. You don't go immediately to the person and are like, let's do it. Like, I'm going to like flip the table over in our relationship. The first conversation, I mean, truly, if I'm going to be real with y'all, my first conversation is always with God. Then my second conversation is with myself. And then the third is with the person or persons involved with the relationship that I'm looking to transform, that I'm seeking to transform. This process takes time. This is something that I'm always talking about in this podcast is taking yo damn time. Okay. I uh, am blessed to have a partner who is like a, you know, quadruple quintuple Taurus. So slowing down is like, mm, it's my medicine for this lifetime. It's so good. Slow it on down. Taurus is a nice and slow sign. It's going to be hard though to slow down and to have those conversations with the higher power, have conversations with yourself before you then go in and get really, that allows you, that process allows you to get clear to then go in and have the conversation with the person or people that you know the dynamics need to change, the resentment needs to be transformed. So yes, that takes time and also it will be very hard not to rush this process because the Saturn Uranus square, which I've talked about again multiple times, is very active right now. I looked at the transits for the week day by day and I was like, oh, 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 oh my, oh my God, there it is again, there it is again. <laughs> it's like, bam, 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 bam. Saturn, Uranus, they are just really crunch. It is like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like when gears are like grinding up against each other. It is this grinding motion. And the, pro- the thing, it's not a problem, but the thing that is hard about this energy is that the Uranus is really facing off with Saturn and he's going to win. And Uranus is the new is literally the new foundations, the skeletal structures I was talking about that are brand new, the new friendships, the new 
networks that you have, the new, you know, self-understandings that you have, the new like downloads that you've had about your life where you're like, I need to change this. Those are ultimately going to win. Saturn, Saturn is going to lose. Saturn is the old structures, the old friendships, the old relationship dynamics that no longer serve you. Your history, uh, feeling oppressed, feeling trapped. That's all Saturn. You know, I'm not giving him a great, you know, I'm not selling him, but like, I love Saturn, but Saturn's not going to win in this situation. Uranus wins. And what that means for each and every one of us is liberation. It actually means liberation. Liberation is often terrifying to people. Like everyone's like, oh, I want freedom. I want to feel free. Mm, The ego is freaked out by that process. And Uranus is going to want to, Uranus wants the freedom so badly And Saturn wants to hold on to the old structures so terribly that this level of gears grinding is going to generally, in general, cause a lot of internal pressure for people where they're going to feel like they have to make uh, decisions right now. And by right now, I mean, as I'm speaking all the way until maybe late October, people are really, even early November, mid-November, people are going to feel like October, November, they're going to have to make decisions like massive huge life-changing decisions now you know those are gonna some for some people that's gonna happen and that's just it's just gonna be what's gonna be i believe in divine timing as well so that's a whole thing and also one of the jedi moves one of the pro tip jedi moves that i see given all the factors that are at play during the fall is that although you may feel like you want to rush into the change because it's so uncomfortable, the more powerful thing that any of us can do right now is sit deeply, deeply in the uncomfortability of the gears grinding of the old you versus the new you that is emerging. Sit in the deep paradox of that where you're like, you know, it can be really directly paradoxical where your old self is in direct opposition to your new self. I mean, that's what's happening right now. And relationships reflect that. We have old friends, we have new friends, we have, right? And all of these things are reflecting back at us. The Aries signature that's like, go ahead, go forth, young Padawan, go forth into what you want, to, regardless of other people's expectations. That is true. And also it requires a level of, of, dancing with the uncomfortability of the tension of this moment of the new versus the old. So if you can sit with the uncomfortability versus making a bunch of external decisions to try to alleviate yourself of the discomfort, that will be the better play right now because the energies are not incredibly supportive of brand new adventures unless they've been cooking in the works for like a year or two. Um, right so if this if you've been sitting with this this fall especially the eclipses which i will talk about at length if during october and november you're like oh no this is over this is done i finally see the light that could be that beautiful moment of uranus being like huh we're done we're cracking it open this is different now and saturn kind of falls to the wayside and is like okay all right the old structure's gotta go gotta do the cleanup now be present with the cleanup right? That's a beautiful thing to do that helps be present with the cleanup. And then, you know, your life has changed by the fall. I I said it last week. I'll say it this week. A lot of people's lives will be different after November. They will look back and be like, oop, and that's a big changing point. That's a big turning point. And this will never be the same. If we can have that Jedi-like quality of 
dancing with the discomfort, dancing with the paradox, giving ourselves a ton of patience where we may feel like we're contradicting ourselves during this period of time. Like the new me is in contrast or in opposition to the old me. What do I do? Breathe, pray, meditate, trust that the transition part of this change moment moment is beautiful in all of its messiness. Like it is messy and also it's divine and you will have more clarity in 2023 like that's very real there is just going to be like the signature is that there will be more clarity there's gonna be other things happening in 2023 like there will be new challenges certainly but the clarity over this exact change point of the old structures versus the new structures will dissipate immensely in 2023 and you will be on a new groove it's like we're surfing to a new groove we're about to make it to a different set of waves but we're not quite there yet and the transition's a little or a lot uncomfortable this is especially again effectual for scorpio taurus those two signs if you have lots of placements there they are the ones that are getting pushed the hardest to make like massive internal and external changes in their lives (sighs) this week Mm. So early part of the week, we have Venus bonifying a Mercury retrograde. What does that mean? Venus comes in to conjoin Mercury retrograde. And what she's doing, she's lovely. What she's doing at the top of the week is she's saying like, look, the healing that you need to do, that devil is in the details. The details. The details are super important. Figuring out the minute things, the, the little details of your life that you need to share with another person the being really clear being precise about what information you need to get across so that someone else can see you this is really helpful venus is now following the sun who is in libra so the sun is in libra which libra rules venus and so venus is now following the sun and so the sun being in the sign of relationships venus is talking to mercury and going hey mercury we got to make these relationships work and mercury's like cool i'm going backwards it's kind of weird mars is here but i've got all the i've got all this data gathering i've been doing for the last three weeks venus do you want to see what i've gathered do you want to see the data that i've gathered venus goes yes i want to see the relationship data i want to see all the information and all the downloads you've had about the relationships over the last three weeks let's take this data and apply love and compassion to it so let's say you learned something about somebody during this period of time that made you see them in a different light this is very this happens all the time with mercury retrograde mercury goes retrograde and secrets are revealed it's like boom and now you know about what this person was doing or now you know what decision this person made or you know classic one is like you sent the wrong message to the wrong person and now they know something about you that you didn't want them to know so mercury's giving that to venus and venus is saying let's love up on that let's apply love and compassion let's give this person the benefit of the doubt I found all this information out about them. I can't look at them the same way. And now Venus comes in this week and says, please look at them a different way. Please not to go back to how you saw them before, but apply love, apply compassion, apply patience and go directly to the source to heal it. That's a big part of it is like if you feel like you've been hearing things, especially with Mars and Gemini, there's a lot of gossip or a lot of like talking about people, but not talking to them directly. This is very Mars and Gemini, especially he's following a Mercury retrograde. So 
knowing that, go directly to the source. But with love, Venus is like, please do it with love. And she's here supporting us to be more compassionate and loving towards people and finding out what really happened. There's a, there's a little bit of a Sherlock Holmes energy this week, which is like, get to the bottom of what is actually going on in terms of the details day to day with what's happening with your relationships and yourself in relationship. So I like that for the top of the week. Again, it's coming off a new moon. So if you do want to do any prayers uh, privately or rituals with other people, do them in the vein of like wanting to heal your relationship wounds, wanting to heal maybe relationship wounds that started for you in childhood. That's usually where they start. (laughs) So they also can be epigenetic and you can inherit them. But literally just like taking time to either write or speak out loud or record yourself or think, even go on a contemplative walk and think about, okay, how can I apply love? How can I apply Venus? I mean, she's so active. Like, call her in in terms of just a loving, warm bath of, of energy that can wrap over yourself and your closest relationships and have faith that they can heal. Jupiter's in really, Jupiter's faith, and he's really active in this new moon as well. So, Having him there being like, yes, 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 like trust, trust that you advocating for yourself will not destroy your relationships, it will strengthen them. So there's a faith there in the strengthening of relationships as they go through massive change, as we advocate for what we need and want to heal our inner childhood wounds. Wednesday brings a profound opportunity for everything I just said. So Wednesday, if you just kind of want to mark it, Mars trines Saturn. It's a profound day for healing. It's a profound day to actually clear up the details. Saturn will give Mars some structure as Mars is kind of confused. He's a little little bit all over the place right now. So it's not a day to regress and do things that are old or habitual or feel safe. And it's not a day to indulge addictions for sure. But it is a day to say, this is the new me, these are my new behaviors, these are my new needs, and then commit to them, commit to the new emerging you, the new emerging structures I talked about. You are what you do, so like, just be really clear about whatever you're doing that day. It reflects who you are on a like psychic, cosmological level. You, you can develop that consciousness over yourself and your behaviors as you heal these historical wounds, and that happens usually through partnership, okay? So just, you know... You don't need to go and revert back to old ways of in, in engaging with somebody, especially not on this day, but not ever, but especially not on this day because Mars and Saturn want to like work together as a team on Wednesday to just heal it all on up through like self-esteem. This is like building self-esteem day by standing up for yourself, but doing it in a way that is, of course, respectful to all parties you'll feel better if it's respectful if it's disrespectful you're gonna have to like go back and do it again anyway so it's like be efficient this is a great day it's a great day to be efficient around kind of uncomfortable relationship stuff and committing to new behaviors that serve your higher good thursday venus enters her home sign of libra oh my gosh this is huge this is huge y'all thursday's huge i love it all the tauruses who've been feeling like a lot of oh my gosh the Tauruses are especially going to love this. The Libras are going to love this. This is Venus entering her home sign. So Venus comes home. She comes home on Thursday. And she's been through a rough moment in Virgo. 
So she's like happy to get out of that kind of like challenging fog that Neptune was putting her through. I mean, it's just been a journey for her. She's had to deal with a bunch of confused entities. And now she comes into her home sign of Libra and is like, relationships, hallelujah, relationships, let's heal them. Boop, 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 boop. Let's make some money too. <laughs> right? That's, that's another thing she's doing in Libra. So this is a wonderful time. The Libras are really going to feel this. The Virgos, uh, sorry, the Libras will feel this. The Tauruses will feel this. This will be very benefic for them. It will help them in their relationships and obviously income resources. But all folks are going to feel this. This is really, all of us are going to feel this moment of like, oh, I was really miscommunicating with this person over and over and over again because mm, Mercury was a retrograde through Libra into Virgo. And now... When Venus enters Libra from now on, she will cruise through Libra over the next month and just like love up on all the sore spots that we've been having in our relationships. So she's just going to offer a lot more social lubrication, romantic and intimate lubrication, wink, and just like lots of good vibes. So it's a great time to be social with people. It's a great time to earn money through your relationships. So like networking to gain income great time to do that this is like you know if people work with electional charts in astrology where they choose dates to have powerful events happen in their life this is a wonderful month to plan venus rolled days where she's in her home sign of libra i would kind of wait until mercury goes direct to maybe start any of those electional charts but essentially this is really awesome to heal relationships call in a new lover call in a new business partner call in more income so this is a great month to be focusing on all of those things really really powerful and again committing to your new actions of the new you that is emerging through the saturn uranus square what are those new skeletal structures what are those new networks those new friends how do you love up on them more that's what this whole week is about is like how do you just love up on the new you that you are becoming Part of that sometimes involves going into the old you and really healing that person that's broken. Okay. All righty. And finally, Friday through Sunday, we have another psychedelic weekend. I really was hoping that we could, <laughs> I was hoping we could get out of the Neptune fog, but we won't be out of the Neptune fog this weekend. This weekend is another psychedelic weekend. Neptune's going to run the show again. What If you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, this basically means that this weekend is going to have an air of otherworldliness, altered states of consciousness, enchanted vibes, religious, spiritual, psychedelic energy, confusing energy. Neptune opposes the Mercury retrograde in Virgo. Okay, so Mercury's really trying to figure out what the hell's going on, especially in regards to relationships. And this opposition to Neptune is not even the final opposition that I mean Mercury's gonna <laughs> hang out with Neptune for a minute so my advice and I'm really actually I thought about this in my own life because I'm I'm making a relationship decision right around this time I mean I'm, I have a relationship decision that's pending it's on the burner and I'm kind of watching it cook like an egg and I'm like ooh, that egg is not ready yet so my advice to everybody is with Neptune opposing Mercury, if you have a relationship decision or a contract decision or something that's like important business and you've been like not quite sure, this is still not the weekend 
to figure it out. This is another weekend to let go. It will become a lot more clear October 3rd. And actually, I'm going to just give you an even better date to work with because I feel like October, my, my spidey sense is tangled. And I was like, October 3rd is when he goes direct, but that doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. It certainly doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. So we're really, the better days when you know that egg is cooked, yeah, I'd wait until the 10th. I like October 10th. I mean, we're heading into eclipse season by that period of time, but October 10th, you have Mercury within a uh, six-degree orb of Neptune, which I like. I'm just like, look, he's about to move into Libra. He's at the anoretic degree of Virgo, which is the final degree of Virgo, and that means he's extra smart. He's got those like sexy librarian glasses on and he's like, I'm going to figure it out, baby. So October 10th, I love. But before October 10th, like give yourself the time, like relish, like revel in this time. We have time until October 10th to really get clear on some of the relationship stuff and the contractual agreement technological stuff maybe like for it's going to depend on your chart where virgo falls truly virgo and libra in your chart i can do a reading for you anytime let you know but everyone's going to be going through some sort of confusion in their life likely involving another person that will become a lot more clear october 10th friday and sunday are like friday to sunday of this weekend is not it's not the time if you feel like you figured it out this weekend uh, the stars are going to beg to differ you know, I'm open to I'm open to anything happen happening. You know, entropy is real, chaos is real. So like it could be possible. But the overall if you want to ride the waves of this weekend, the overall tone is one that is like letting go and letting God yet again. So really just not trying to suss out logical, practical details this weekend. Just enjoying it. We have a Sagittarius moon, so it is about having fun. It's funny because I think this is I think we're like, yeah, we're like in the middle of for the for the Jewish folks we're we're between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So there's just a ton of reflective spiritual energy, which this really supports being really reflective, being nonlinear in your thinking, being maybe even like numinous in your contemplative process, like experiencing God. You know, you don't need you don't need to take drugs to experience Neptune's rays like you will feel them. And you may have conversations that are very philosophical or very spiritual, very religious. Like even listening to this podcast is very Neptunian in nature. So, you know, just focusing in on those spaces would be the healthiest way to experience this weekend and to have fun, to have fun in a way that is a little bit boundaried because Neptune is not going to want to have boundaries and Mercury's at his really like trying to figure out what to do with Neptune. And Mars is following Mercury. So there's just Mars again being inflammation. So I would also just very soft warning this weekend. I think I said this about last weekend too, but I mean it. Here it is again because it's showing up again. Neptune's, Neptune's taken over the show on the weekend. Have backup plans. Have structure. Try to have a limit to the amount of fun or boundarylessness that you want to have. Like, try to actually mitigate Neptune, which is like, there's no boundaries, baby. We're just going to, like, see how it goes. That's not the best way to handle this weekend. It's more like, let's have fun, and here's a contingency plan. Let's have fun, and I brought the first aid kit. Let's have fun, and we're going to end at 9 p.m. Like, that's... <laughs> I sound like a dad, but that's the real tea of the weekend. 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now, have fun, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Really, truly, this is a great weekend to enjoy yourselves within limits. And know that everyone's feeling raw and tender right now. Literally everyone I talk to, including my therapist, is having a hard time. Everyone's having a hard time. And it's because of the Saturn Uranus square. If you want to know, it's a Saturn Uranus square. And it's going to get even more intense in October and November. So we're not out of this growth point. There's This is we're in a very acute growth crisis point, And it feels extra vulnerable this year because the signature of the energy is is uprooting roots. Uprooting roots in our life that are very very old. If they're not old, they're like deeply rooted. So that's why this is the fixed signs. When things are fixed, they've been that way for a long time. We're up, we're like every single person is uprooting them in some aspect of their life. So be very patient with yourself as you unroot old historical wounds and transform them, which is Uranus, transforming them for the new you that is emerging meditate on that sound talisman that word talisman that i gave you from elias lonsdale at the top of the episode trust yourself trust what you feel like is your red thread your path forward in your life what what feels real for you if you need to know what that is take some time to close your eyes meditate and ask yourself that question and just hear yourself in response okay i love each and every one of you I really do. I love each and every one of you more and more every week because I am cracking myself open during this Saturn Uranus square. I'm really like getting deep into the intimacy part. This is happening in my eighth house of intimacy. So it's really powerful. I'm loving it. I'm just loving it. It's so intense. And I'm here to support each and every one of you. So reach out if you want a reading. Reach out if you just want a message. I'm happy to do that as well as part of loving the collective, loving society. And uh, next week, we're going to have a guest. I have a few interviews lined up. They're going to be popping up with some awesome content. Everyone's going to be so cool, and they're going to be themselves, which I love. So until then, enjoy. Take care this weekend especially. And I will see you next week on the World of Rex. Take care. Bye.